Starting the Chaf Beis, fourth to last line of Chaf Al of Hamid Beis. Moving on in the Mishnah, so we're discussing the different uh, intervals of leaning. So it says, "Brashe Chadashim v'Chadashamayid Karin Arba." Then we read four. We call four people up for Elias, essentially. Ula Barav Meirava Parshas Rish so let's just break down the parsha. So we know on Rosh Chodesh we lean parsha's tamid. Tzavas b'nei Yisrael's korban lachmi. That's eight psukim. Then we have a v'yoyim hashabbos. That's two psukim. Then we have a Rosh Echad Shechem. That's five psukim. So the question is, we know we have to call four people up. Theoretically, without any rules here, it shouldn't be a problem because you've got eight and two and five is a total of fifteen, and we need four times three minimum twelve. So we shouldn't theoretically have any problems. Except that we're going to based on some rules. Sabbath b'nei Yisrael, That's eight psukim. Hechi navet. So how are we going to read it? Nikri. So we're breaking them up. Nikri trei. So if two people read plus a plus a psukim, so the first two alias, my two or four alias. So again, I have eight psukim. So they'll read three and three. That's six. No problem. I'm good. Except for pashalu trei. The problem is. After I'm done with my second aliyah, I'm leaving two psukim over in the parsha. A mishayrim a parsha pachos mishloisha. That you can't, you can't leave, you can't finish, you can't end a laning with less than three psukim left in a parsha. Nikri arba arba. Okay, so now I'm fine. So I'll read my first two aliyahs with four each. Now I've finished my first parsha of 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 carbon tamid. So pashalu shiva. Okay, so I have seven psukim left. Two, we have my Shabbos, Haven, Trey. Uvrashe, Chachechem, Haven, Chamisha, Hechinavid. So again, how am I going to finish off my final two alias? Nikri, Trey, Mehach, Vechad, Mehach. Okay, so if I read two psukim, meaning the two psukim of Yom Shabbos and one from Rashi Chachechem, well then guess what? Ein maschil parsha pachos mishloisha. I violate another rule that I can't start a parsha by reading less than three pachos mishloisha psukim. Likri trey mehavet plus mehach. Okay, so maybe I'll read the two of Yom Shabbos and I'll read the three of Rosh Echad Shechem. It only has five. Again, Vaita, I have a problem because I'm leaving. I'm leaving with Pashalut trey. I I finish the, the third Aliyah. Right, I read two and then three, and then I'm I'm leaving for the last Aliyah only two. I'm finishing the third Aliyah with only two psukim left in. And therefore, we have no easy apparent way to do this because of the uh, beginning, and, beginning and ending of parashas. And the rule that says that you have to, you have to read three psukim into a parsha and you can't finish reading with less than three psukim remaining. So Amar Lai, so he responded, he said to him, so this is Ulu was asking from Rava. So Rava says back to him, he says, Zuloi Shamati, I don't know what to do about Rosh Chedesh. However, Shamati, I've heard a different Sugya that addresses the Tanan. And we just had this recently. But yeah, Marishine, this was talking about the Mamadis. So the first day of the Mamadis, we read Bereshis Vaihi Rakia. Vitania love Bereshis Bishnayim. So we have three people are called up to read. Bereshis gets split into two. Yihi Rakia Ba'acha Ravinaba Bishlamihi Rakia Ba'acha. That's fine. No problem. Plus a psuki habu. That's three psukim. However, El Bereshis Bishnaim Khamisha Psuki Havi. It's five psukim. And therefore, Vitanya Kurbitali Khasmishlaisha Psukum and the Itmarala. Right, and there, you have to read at least three psukim. So I have a parsha that has five psukim. I need to split it into two. What am I going to do? So the Gemara says, So Rav said that you know what you do. You repeat, repeat over one of the psukim, 
meaning the middle pasuk, and Shmuel says Paisik. You split it into two. Rav, I'm day like my time alone or Paisik. So why doesn't Rav say Paisik? Just split the pasuk in half and turn a five parsh a five pasuk parsha into a six pasuk parsha. Kasavar kol psugad loy paski Moshe. Any pasuk that Moshe didn't split, I don't like paskinan. So we can't go ahead and split up psukim. We can't make our own psukim. Ushmuel Amar paskinan lay. Okay, really, Frek the Gemara and I. So you're telling me, Rav says repeat. Shmuel says split, split the middle pasuk. Really, Shmuel holds you could split a pasuk. Rav Chanina said, Kra, Tsar, Gadol, Hayali. Rav Chanina, Kra, that was his name. Tsar, Gadol, Hayali, Eitzar, Rav Chanina, Hagadol. I had a major issue with Rav Chanina, Hagadol. Okay, meaning I was trying to teach a bunch of kids. And the problem is, when we're teaching the little kids, so they can't understand the whole pasuk. I'm going to read a whole Pasuk. I can't stop in the middle of a Pasuk. I'm going to have to read the whole Pasuk, and then I start to deal with the Taich and explain the Pasuk. And guess what? By the, they forget what the beginning of the Pasuk was. I need to be able to split up a Pasuk. So he said, And we see that what? We only allowed it. We only allowed to split up Sukkim to teach children. We don't allow it when you run into Aliyah calling people up to read from the Torah issues. And therefore, how could Shmuel say Pesach? So the Gemara says, no, same deal. Ha, sometime am I. Why? By Tinoikis did we allow them to split the Pesachim Mishim to Layafshar? Because there's no other option. Ha, Hanami Layafshar. Okay, there's no other option. Okay, he says that there is no option to, um, u- u- well, let's see. So he says, because of our famous Nechnas and Yaitzen issue, Shmuel says, sorry, that repeating being Dalek is not an option, right? Again, what's the problem over here? If you have a five, you have five psukim in a parasha, so if you go ahead, according to Shmuel, and he says, okay, you read the first one is one, two, three, now I'm leaving two left. That's exer mishum ha nechnasim. People walk in late, they're like, well, one second. I'm sorry, that's a exer mishum ha yaitzin. People who are going to leave after the first aliyah, they'll see, what do you mean? You're only leaving two? I. it sounds like you're allowed to read two. And if, even if I'm doilig, my second aliyah, so my first aliyah was one, two, three, my and my second aliyah will be um, three, four, five. So again, whoever walks in late is going to say, huh, what did they do before? They must have only read two. And therefore, any way you cut it, if you try to repeat and turn a, a five pasuk parsha into two aliyahs, if you say doilig, says Shmuel, you're going to have a problem either nechnasun or yaitzin. And therefore, he says, I hold it's better to be paisik to split to cut the middle pasuk and make that into two psukim, and now I've got three psukim and three psukim and a five parsha. Okay, meisve. We're gonna ask the following kasha: Parsha shalshish psukim kairin oisay bishnayim. If I have a six pasuk parsha, I split it into two. V'shel chamisha psukim. B'yachid. Right, I read that with a yachid, meaning one person gets uh, called up. So let's say I talk a call the first person up, and he stopped. He ended his aliyah after three psukim. So if that's what happened, the guy wasn't supposed to, but he went ahead and he read the first three psukim. So the second guy's got to read the last two and one from the new one. And some say that, no, you don't read only one from the new parsha, you read three from the new parsha. Now, now if either Rav or Shmuel are right, it's a kash on both of them. Either do Dilug or Paisik. Either split a Pasek in half, or do dilug. So why are we going and saying? So isa So the Gemara says shani de So over there we're talking about just a regular parsha, a regular aliyah. 
So there's no problem with going into the next aliyah. Over here, you're dealing with Rosh you're dealing with a Yantif, you're dealing with a Parsha that we have a specific Kriya to read. So we don't want to go past that Kriya. We're not going to start reading uh, the next, what comes in the next Parsha, talks about Pesach. No, well, Rosh Chodesh, you want to stay in Tamid, Yem HaShabbos, Rosh that's the That's the Kriya, and therefore, so we want to stay within um, that world, and therefore, um, it's not, therefore it's considered EFSHER. We consider it EFSHER, and therefore our only Eitza is either according to Rav, that you're Dalek, you read over a Pasuk, or according to Shmuel, you split it. Amar Rav Tan Chan Ben Levi. Halacha Ki By the way, in this, over here, where we said that you can go on to the next Parsha, in a situation where, let's say, you had a Parsha that had five Psukim, one person came up and only read three, and the second person comes up, so he reads the last two, and then we had a machlekis. Is it one of the next parsha or three of the next parsha? Lachas like the Yishem. Remember of Tanchem and Shulban Levi. Kishem shein maschilim a parsha pachas migul psukim. Just like we saw, just like we don't start a parsha, we don't begin a parsha and start reading a parsha unless you're going to read three psukim. Kachin mishayrim a parsha pachas v'shleishu psukim. So the Gemara says, okay, pshita. What are you coming? What's this rule that you're coming to tell me that just like? You don't start a parsha by reading less than three. You don't end a parsha with less than three psukim remaining. That's pashit. Hashta. Like this. At the beginning, and yet, to begin a parsha, right? So if I have, if, if for whatever reason, I need, to, I need one more pasuk, like this situation that we had in the b'risa, which is guy, the first guy read three psukim, and then the next guy comes in, and, uh, and, and it leaves, leaves two. So I need to start a parsha. So if by starting a parsha, Tanakama holds, you could, you could just do one. And yet, says, no, you got to read three of the new parsha. The Tanakama also, you can't, he agrees to the fact that you don't end a parsha with less than three. So like, of course the Yeshayim is going to be machmer. So what, what's the chiddush what's, what's that you're coming to tell me that kashem she'en maschilin pachos mishleish apsukim kach e'en mishayrim pachos Yeah, we're going to the Yeshayrim. The Yeshayrim is the one who says that you don't start a parsha unless you're going to read three. And of course, even the Tanakhama agrees that you don't end up parsha with less than three psukim remaining. So what's the chiddush in what Yeshua Malevi is saying? So the Gemara says, Ma'u detemi nechnasen shchichi. I might think that nechnasen are shchiach. Okay, and therefore, but yaitzin leshchichi. Then I might think that a, a, for a guy to walk in late, okay, that happens all the time. And that's semi-regular. It's not so offensive. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll like, However, yaitzin leshchichi, that for a guy to walk out, mamish, in the middle of, of Kriya Satira, that's not shchiach. That's a slap in the face to the terror that, that people aren't going to do. Okay, the guy was late, whatever. He couldn't, couldn't help it. He didn't know exactly where they were going to be holy. He couldn't time the davening. But to walk out right in the middle of the davening, so leishchichi demanchi sefetor v'nafki kamash malon. Yeah, no, we see that people do walk out. It's like this, right? So when, when we, um, the gzera of, of leaving over less than three, is what? What's that Gezerah for? And that's why we should have to come. That's the, that's the Yaitzin. The, the guy who's going to leave in the middle of Davin, he's going to say, oh, you only left two. I'm heading out, but I guess the next Aliyah, I guess the next Aliyah, that's going to, you're only going to read two Psukim. So we, we might think that we're not Cheshish for that guy. And therefore, maybe, 
Maybe you can leave two psukim. No, Kamash Malon, we are chayshish that a guy will leave dominating early. Now, Batanakama. So now, if that's true, if there was a Havim to say that, Maishna Shiuri Deloy, Misham Yaitzin. Okay, so now we said that everybody's concerned about the Yaitzin, right? Meaning, even the Tanakama holds, you don't finish a parsha with less than three psukim left because we're concerned that a guy might walk out and assume that I'm reading something less than three psukim for my next aliyah when after he's left the shul. So if, right, which we said it's strange, right, there's more of a havamina to say a guy would come late than to leave early, and yet the Tanakama is machmer by coming early. So the Tanakama, Maishna Shiri Deloy Mishom, Mishom Deloy Mishom Yaitzin, Aschulinam Well, what about Nainachnasim issue? So why, why does the Tanakama hold that if for whatever reason I need to start a new parsha, I can read one pasuk? My guy who's going to walk in after you finish this aliyah is going to say, hey, what happened? Oh, you just read one pasuk? He's not going to know that you read two from the previous parsha. Oh, you're, oh, you're allowed to read with one pasuk? Why aren't we concerned about that guy? So the Gemara says, Amri, man shayel. A guy who walks in late can ask, hey, this is strange. Why do they only read one why are, they, why are we starting? Guy walks in late. He walks in at the next aliyah. He sees they're starting the aliyah from the second pasuk of the parsha. So he's going to go over his friend. He's saying, what's, what's Pshat? They only read one pasuk in the last aliyah? And he'll say, no, we, we had an issue with the previous parsha, and therefore we spilled into this one, and we read one from this one. Okay, good. But the guy who walks out of shul, says the Tanakama, that's why the Tanakama, the guy who walks out, he has nobody to ask. He's gone. He'll just make an assumption and leave Shul. And therefore, he has nobody to ask. He doesn't, right? Well, what's, his, what's so concerned? We're saying that Tanakama, while he, does, he's, he doesn't have a problem reading one Pasuk into a Parsha, he does agree that ain't Mishairin. You don't finish a Parsha leaving less than three Pesukim because the guy will walk out of Shul, he'll leave, and he'll assume that the next Aliyah is only going to be two Pesukim. All right, you see, you're allowed to read less than, less than three. And he has nobody to ask, says the Tanakama. That's why, even though Yaitzim, like we wanted to say, is more of a slap in the face. There's more of a reason to think it, it makes more sense that a guy will walk in late than leave early. Still, the Tanakama cares more about the guy leaving because the guy that's coming late will just ask his friend what happened. The guy left is already gone. There's nobody to ask. He left. He's not in shul. He can't ask his friend in shul. What is the halacha? What do we do? Okay. Now, it's important Rashi says, Hilchasamai Bishel Mamodis. That this is not coming to Paschal, right? How did we get this start over here? What was our what was our question? Our question was, what do we do at Rosh Chedesh? That was our question. And Rava tried to say Doilig. So Rashi says, Hilchasamai is going back on Mamodis. Shalachai Hilchasa Doilig, we Paskin like Rav, then Soidolkon. We read the Pasuk over. Okay, so according to Rashi, he seems to be saying the halacha is in regards to Mamodis. There are other Rishonim that say that the halacha over here is not limited to ma'amadais, but this halacha is also true by Rish Chedesh. V'chein nahag, v'chein nahag. And that's how we go ahead and do it. And what it turns out, what it works out according to us is what do we do? We read of the Pasuk 1, 2, 3, then 3, 4, 5, right? Then 6, 7, 8. That's of the first. So we get all our three in. Uh, and then 1, 2, right? And then 5 is our fourth aliyah, right? So we do 1, 2, 3, uh, Parsha Sab, three, four, five, that's our Doilig. Now, which means, and the Roshanim discuss this, you're right, once you say Doilig, like Shmuel doesn't like this, and even though we are concerned, Gezer Mishan like we saw in the last Sugya, that means that we're going to have an issue with the Nechnasim. A guy is going to walk in 
explains the Mepharshim, guy's going to walk in after the first Aliyah of Rosh Chedesh, and he's going to see we're starting from Pasuk number three. He's going to go ahead and say, ah, I guess we only lane two in the last Pasuk, right? So I, in the last Aliyah, I guess we only lane two. And you're right. However, because like we said in the Tanakama, that he could just ask his friend, so it's the, it's the lesser of all the evils, and we have no other way to say it. Now that's because the Rashba says that this halchasa of the Gemara of Doilig is going in Rishchidosh. However, there is another, like we said, Rashi, who says that the Hilchasa is only talking about Mamadais. So for Rosh Chodesh, we're not going to be stuck to Doilig. There is actually a Gra, and a Minigah Gra, in Eretz Yisrael, in certain places, where what they'll actually go ahead and lane is the lane four and four. They lane uh, four and four. And then they'll repeat over, they'll read, they'll read over the last, I'm sorry, they'll read yeah, four and four, and then the last three from the first parsha together with the two of the Yom HaShabbos. And they're not doilig emtsai because they hold that this emtsai is not. And this way you deal with all your problems of Nechnas and Yetzin. Because you've read, imagine this one, you've read four, four, then you go back and you read three, so no Nechnas and issue because I never started or ended with less than three, three, and then the two of the Yom HaShabbos, that's my third aliyah, and then my fourth aliyah. Right, and therefore emtsai, so... If you don't say Amsayi Dailig, then you could learn that. And if you, or better yet, if you say that Amsayi Dailig is referring to only Mamadis, when our Gemara says Helchasa Amsayi Dailig, then you're free to say it Rosh Chedesh, like the Gra says, and that is the minig, the people in Eretz that follow the Minig Gra will actually go ahead and do that. However, we do not. We paskin like the other Rishonim, us, we, the Minig, where we have it, and therefore we say that the Amsayi Dailig of the Gemara, not like Rashi, would also be on Rosh Chedesh, and that's why Lamaiso, the way we lane it, is the way we lane Rosh Chedesh. Okay. Next, let's move on. Okay, so we said any day, and we're talking about different aliyahs, the Mishnah said, So if you have Mosaf, then you read four, like Rosh Chedesh, you have four aliyahs, Okay, now, <clears throat> our question is like this. How many aliyahs do you have in a Tainus Sibur? They have a Karban Mosaf. Here, here's really what the Gemara wants to know. We said, you, read, you have four aliyahs. Is Mosaf anything additional or is it specifically a Karban? So are we saying like this? So then our ba, that's where you're going to have four aliyahs. But a tiny seber. That does not have a carbon musaf loy. You have an additional tfila. Rashi says, Okay, others say you have ni'ila. However, you want to learn it, there's extra tfilas, even though we don't have a carbon. Do we go ahead on a tiny seber? And lane for Elias. So the Mishnah clearly said, it told you which ones. Reish Chaydesh and Cholomoy. You have four Elias. Habatinus Tiber Gimel. So Gemara says, well, that's no Raya. That's, okay, it's a nice diak, but Ema Reisha B'Shein B'Chamishu B'Shavus Mincha Karin Gimel. We, the Mishnah also listed when you only have three Elias. And what was that? Monday, Thursday, and... Shabbos Mincha. We never said anything about Tainus Sibur. Ha Tainus Sibur Arba. Maybe Tainus Sibur has four. Okay, so we have conflicting diukim, our famous conflicting diukim, and therefore we have no raya either way, not from the Rasha, not from the Seifa. We don't know what a Tainus Sibur will be. Tashima. Rav Ikel Ababa, and we're going to discuss this story for a little while, pretty much through the end of the Yamad, we're going to be dealing with this. Rav goes to Babel with Tainus Sibur on a Tainus Sibur. Kam Kara Besifra. 
he gets an aliyah. Pasach Baruch. So he comes, Arab gets called up, and he makes the first, the opening bracha, Asher Bracha Banu. Chasim Baruch. He doesn't make the Asher Nasam Banu. Payu. Then he's, he's finished. Okay? He doesn't make the, <coughs> he doesn't make the closing bracha. And then there's, there's a Tachanon. The Rav, Rav refuses to fall down for Tachanon. He doesn't lie down. Doesn't lean his head. Okay, we'll see. Mechti. Now, let's deal with the first part over here. <coughs> so again, Rav gets called to the Torah, and he makes the Asher Baruch Rabbanu, doesn't make the Asher Nasan Lanu. So the question is like this. Mechti. Rav Yisrael, Kara. Rav was Yisrael. He wasn't a Kain or a Levi. Therefore, he, Mistama, he would have gotten the third Aliyah. And my time, a Chasam Valoi Baruch. He didn't, why didn't he make a Baruch at the end? Ah, Lav Bishum Dubai, Limikriach Krina Basrei. Must be because on a time of there is a fourth Aliyah. Okay, the Gemara says, one second, Loi. Rav, wrong, sorry, Rav Bekani Kara. Rav would get Kayin, because an Adam Chashev can get Kayin. Daha Rav Huna Kari Bekani. And Rav Huna, because we see that Rav Huna, who was, who was the head, he was the Rosh Hashiva, so he got Kayin. So too, Rav would get Kayin. And you want to know why he didn't make a bracha at the end? It's because of the Levi guy. But you have no Raya that there were any more than three Elias. He got Kayin. There was only three Elias. Now, Bishlama Rav Huna Kari Bekahani. <clears throat> so I understand, says the Gemara, that Rav Huna would take the Kayan Aliyah, the Hafilu Rav Ami Ravasi to Kahani. Because even Rav Ami and Ravasi, who were Kayhanim, Chashibi Da'ari Yisrael, and they were the Chashibi Lord Yisrael, yet make of Kafayule Rav Huna. So they would, be, they would be Kayef to Rav Huna, meaning everybody subjugated themselves to Rav Huna, and therefore Rav Huna would take the Kayan Aliyah. El Rav but Rav would submit himself to Shmuel. So, and Shmuel was a Kayan. So why was Rav taking Kayan? So the Gemara says, Shmuel nami makeif Kayef Havel Rav. Really, Be'etzem Shmuel was Kayef to Rav. Rav was... Shmuel recognized Rav as greater. I, Rav, there was a specific instance. If you remember, we had the story in, the, uh, the story in Shabbos. It was a Gemara in Shabbos. Rav comes to Shmuel's place, and Shmuel sees that Rav is coming because um, he's able to tell, based on the uh, waste water, that Rav has some sort of illness, okay? And Shmuel, who, had, who was like a doctor, so he had prescribed a certain way of dealing with this was to get Rob really constipated and in pain. And that would solve the problem. Okay, he fed him a curry. And Rob was Mitzayah, Rob was in Tsar. And because uh, Shmuel did this to him, and he cursed Shmuel. And he said that your children, your, your, men, your, your boys will die. And Kachava. And therefore, Rav felt really bad that he cursed Shmuel out. And therefore, from then on in, even though Rav was greater, Rav would be Mikhaev to Shmuel. So what we're basically saying here is Rav was greater. Shmuel recognized Rav as greater. The fact that Rav was Kaif to Shmuel because of this one story and this one instance doesn't necessarily, um, doesn't necessarily mean anything in regards to Elias, in regards to Rav taking Kayin. And when, when was Rav Kaif to Shmuel? That was only Bafan of Shalei, Bafan of Lehavadlei. By the way, this makes sense because if you look at the story, what do we say? Rav made the opening bracha and not the closing bracha. Well, if Rav was taking Yisrael, why is he making the opening bracha? Why is he making Nasher Bracha Rabbanu? He's just continuing. So, Why would he make the bracha at the beginning? The Mar says, no, that's no raya. 
No raya, because this is after the takana, and therefore, really, Rav could, could have been getting Yisro, and it's after the takana, and everybody makes an opening bracha. Okay, if it's after the takana, then each person makes a bracha. So why didn't he make a bracha at the end? The Gemara says, no, Shani Hecha Diyasiv Rav, Demayel Ayli. So it's like this. Rav, the Rosh Hashivas, they're here. The Godol Dar is here. The Godol Dar is here. So I understand people might show up late. They didn't know exactly what time Laney was going to be. But they're not leaving. And therefore, for the late goers, for the late comers, so we don't want people to think that you could read from the Torah without making a bracha. So Rav comes, he gets Yisrael. People might have showed up late. So therefore, he makes the bracha. But, Shani Rav, Rav, the male Aili. However, Mepik Leinafik. Mepik Leinafki. People aren't, when, when the Gadol Adar is in Shul, yeah, you're not leaving Laney early. And therefore, Rav did not need to make a closing bracha. Okay, and really, we have no raya. Really, it could be that Rav, in fact, got Yisrael and not um, Kayin, and there could have been a fourth Aliyah. We have no raya either way. So now, touch him out. Again, we want to know, is there a fourth Aliyah on Tainas Tiber? Is that called Kol Shigesh by Bito Malacha? La'am, Kigoyin Tainas Tiber Vitishabab. So if there's Bito Malacha, Kairin Gimel, then you read three Aliyahs. Fishayim by Bito Malacha, La'am, Kigoyin Rashi Chadashim, Bechol Shomoyed, Kairin Dalit. Okay, there is no bit on malacha on on. Sorry, where did I go? Um can go in time to see where petition above and then how to do work. Kairin gimel ve'ain by bit on ve'shein by bit on malacha la'am can go in rashi chadashim v'chol shamayid kairin dalid. So on rish chodesh and cholamayid, there is no bit on malacha. Meaning, and Rashi says. Rashi says over here, is we have this in Rosh Hashanah, that why is there no Betel Malacha? Because the women don't work. Okay, the question is, how do you figure men not, right, men being, having an extra aliyah, right, men not having an extra aliyah. Again, Tainus Tiber, where there is, if we, if we, if we, if we lay in an extra aliyah, people are going to be missing work. They're not going to be missing work because they don't work. Why can't they work on Rosh Chodesh? Rashi says because women don't work on Rosh Chodesh. What does that have to do with men? So the Bach explains this that, no, it's a hakara for men that we, we lane the fourth one because really when we say women shouldn't work, it's not that the women themselves, themselves aren't allowed to work. The Bach says that the men are not allowed to force the women to work on Rosh Chodesh. Really, the women could work on Rosh Chodesh, she says, but the men aren't allowed to force. So therefore, when we, we, we lay in the extra aliyah in shul as a reminder to the men, it's not really bitl malacha, it's, remi- it's not really because there, there's no bitl malacha because there's no work, to remind the men who are going to shul that they shouldn't force their women to work on Rosh Chodesh because you don't force a woman to work on Rosh Chodesh because it's a special yanta for women. Why? Because it was given to them because they refused to participate in the ego, like we saw. Now, Amar Rabashi. Fine. So we try to see, again, Shmamina. But what do we see? Al Kapan, what do we see from here? The Brysa clearly says that any day that does not have, that, I'm sorry, any day that has Bito Malacha, meaning it's a work day, you only read three. So on a time of Sibar, it is a work day, therefore you only read three. Amar Rabashi, Bamanan Lutanan Hachi. I, we didn't learn it this way. We had a different price. It says, Zach, it's not about working. You're trying to bring me a raya from the fact that there's no, that there's bitl malacha, therefore you only lane three. No. The, how many aliyahs there are has nothing to do with whether it's a work day or not. It has to do with Mosaf. If there's Mosaf, you read four. Don't we come to include a Tainas Sibar and Tishabav where there is a Mosaf, meaning a Mosaf Tfila? 
We have extra tefillos, and that's why we have a fourth aliyah. Nothing to do with whether we're, whether we're concerned about being without your work. Rabashi must be send money. I, if so, who is our Mishnah? It's not going to be Tanakama or Yesi. If Tishabov fell out on Monday or Thursday, Kering Gimel, Umaftir Echad. So you read three Aliyahs, and, and your Maftir is Aftaira. But Shlishi Ravi, if Tishabov or the Tainus Seber fell out on Tuesday or Wednesday, Kering Echad, Umaftir Echad. You're going to only read one Aliyah. Rabbi Yesi, I'm going to Kering Gimel, Umaftir Echad. Bella Kasha Zaklau. What do you mean? Ravashi, you're coming to say that if it, if it has a Mosaf, meaning even a Mosaf Tfilah, you add an Aliyah. Well, we see clearly here, there's no Tana who holds you at an Aliyah on Tisha B'Av. So the Lord says, <laughs> Okay, I, if so, we're going to have a Kasha with the Zat Klal that we said before. Zat Klal Kosh Yesh Bei Bitto Malacha. So how are you going to answer that? So the Lord says, one second. That clearly said in the Brisa that you read for Aliyahs. So the Gemara says like this, the Zeh Klal is just coming to give you a simon. Simana ba'alma yahiv. yantif Don't tell me that really cholmaid is like a yantif. And you read how many? Five. Aliyah is like a yantif. Ela nukid hai klala biyadeh. Rather, here's the rule. We follow kol de tafile milsa mechavre. If it has anything additional, tafile gavre yaseire. You add an extra yaseire. You add an aliyah. Hilkach b'reish chaydish v'mayed take a carbon musaf karin arba has a carbon musaf. Therefore, you read four. Biyantif da aser basias malacha chamisha. You want to know why you read five aliyahs? Because it has also on top of reish chaydish and. And Cholamayid, not only does it have a carbon muscle, but it also has an Isra Malacha, so you read five. The Yom Kippurim, the Anushkaris, Shisha. Shabbos, Dikaris, Eskila, Shiva. Okay? And therefore, like we said, we had a Shema Mino over here. We have a Kasha and Ravashi, but we have a Shema Mino. Ravashi tried to ask, right? He said, I have a different Zaklal. However, he said, I have a different Zaklal. However, Ravashi, what, the way Ravashi, and therefore Ravashi had a problem with with the way we learned it, but not like Ravashi, we did bring a raya saying that Shmamina that we see that it's dependent on Bitol Malacha, and since on Tainus Tzibur and Tishabab there will be Bitol Malacha if we have an extra Aliyah because it's a work day. Therefore, we only lane three. Gufa. Now let's just deal with this last thing we said in the Brisa. So about the Tachanun thing, right? So Rav. Okay, we worked out Rav. What we said was Rav was no raya either way. The fact that he made a bracha before and no bracha afterwards, we have no raya that could be that there, he got Kayin and there was only three Elias, or it could be that he got the last one, he got, he got Yisrael, and he wasn't chesim at the end because um, he wasn't chesim at the end because there was another, there was another bracha and he wasn't concerned about Gezer Mishnah Yoytzin, but there's no raya either way. Gufa. Rav Ikhla Babel, the Tainus Siva. Rav goes to Babel on Tainus Siva. Come, Karab the Sifra, Pasach Baruch, Chasim Vilay Baruch. Right? So we said he gets an Aliyah and he makes the, the Asher Baruch Abanu. He doesn't make the Asher Nasan Lanu. Nafal Kuliyama on Payu. Everybody falls down to say Tachanan. Rav Le Nafal Ampe. So the question is, why didn't Rav fall down to say Tachanan? My time, Rav Le Nafal Ampe. So the Gemara says, okay, we're going to have three answers. Number one, Ritzba Shalabanam Haisa. Ah, because it was stone floor. Vitanya, the Pasuk says, a bowing stone, a stone to bow down on. Don't, don't have in your that you can't bow down on stones, you can't lie down on stones to prostrate yourselves. Prostrate yourselves. 
Okay. To, yeah, to bow down. Okay. Yatam mishtachava ba'artzachem. Aval atam mishtachava ala avanim shall beis hamikdash. Okay, but you are able to bow down, lie down, right? To 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 bow down for at the base of mikdash. Kidu ulo damar ulo lo yasra tarat la ritzma shal avanim belvad. Okay, and therefore, so again, what are we saying? Why didn't Rav go ahead and say Tachanun? Because it was a stone floor. Why is this only exclusively to Rav? What about all the rest of the people there? They can't bow down on a stone floor either. So he says, No, that the stone floor was only by Rav. So why doesn't he go to where somebody else was where, where they didn't have a stone floor? So the Gemara says, go to a different area, Okay, imagine, the Gadol Dara is there, he's going to start moving around in the middle of davening when it comes time for Tachanon, he's not going to, he, wants to be, he doesn't want to be Matriach, everybody, he just sits there and he doesn't lie down and says the Tachanon. That's answer number one. Again, stone floor in front of Rav and you can't bow down on a stone floor, not in the base of Mikdash. That's answer number one. Vibay, same answer number two. Rav, Pishay, Daim, Raglaim, Hava, Ovid. So his minog was that we don't just bow down, we do pisha to daim v'raglayim, v'raglayim That yeah, it was a stone floor, but Rav's minog was to do pisha to daim v'raglayim, and, we're not, and you're not allowed to do pisha to daim v'raglayim on a stone floor. So why doesn't you just do it the way everybody else was doing it and not do pisha to daim v'raglayim? So the Gemara says, mishana min hagaya. He didn't want to be mishana from his minog. Okay, that's answer number two. That stone floor... It's not a problem. Regular, uh, regular tachanon, which is what everybody else did. Rav had a special tachanon, and he didn't want to change from his minig, and therefore he said, either I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it at all, and therefore he wouldn't. Third answer is Yisema Adam Chashiv Shiny. No, Adam Chashiv never should bow down. Kid Rav Elazar, Rav Elazar, Kid Rav Elazar, Dama Rav Elazar, Rav Elazar said, Adam Chashiv Rishai Lipa Alpanav Elam Kenanek Yeshua Benun. We had this come before that unless he has a track record of being answered, what's the problem over here? That if a person's an Adam Chashiv. And now he's going to bow down and not get answered. He's going to bow down in tefillah. He's not going to get answered. And it'll look like uh, the guy's fraud. Unless it's someone like Yeshua ben Nun, who was answered every single time, a hundred times. So one time, if he doesn't, well, no, it doesn't discredit him. It was one time, a one-time event that he wasn't answered. But unless, so unless you have a track record of being answered, Yeshua ben Nun, right, get up, don't bow in front of me, I answer your tefillah, or I'm not answering this time, but either way, you know that I answer your tefillah normally. Turn around, now we're just going to deal with a different type of bowing. Kida alapayim. That means to bow down on your face. On your face. Shenem aretikar basheva apayim arza. So again, we see that kida vatikar is apayim. Kriya, that's alberkayim. That's bending down on the knees. What is that? That zupisha yadayim raglayim. Shenem ar arza. So that is fall on the ground. Okay, now what is kida? So Levi Achva Kida, they wanted to know Levi showed Kida. Right, what is this Kida? Has to do with like Kame de Rebi de Itla. He would like do it on his thumbs with some sort of uh, core intensive bowing where like you with your core you're able to um, you know bow down. But, okay, but what happened? It didn't work out so well for Levi. He was trying to show them how to do it and Itla he became paralyzed. So now, Frechta Gemara, really, it was because he tried to do Kida, right? We had this again recently in Tainus, that uh, Levi wasn't so happy, and he flung words, right? He had Tainus on a Kaddish Baruch. And he became 
paralyzed because of that. Umanu Levi. So we see that it wasn't because he tried to do kiva, it's kida, it's because he was Hitiach Dvarim Klape Maila. So the Gemara says, yeah, Havaha Garmale. They both contributed, meaning that he was it was destined that he was going to become paralyzed because he was Hitiach Dvarim Klape Maila. When did it happen? When he put himself in the matziv of doing kida, so then he was uh, it was a Zman Masugal for him to get injured. Number of Chiyabaravin, just on this third thing, basically saying the third way we explain why Rav did not bow down. Okay, I'm a Rav Chiyabar Oven. We said because a Adam Chashev is not allowed to, unless Adam Kinetic Yeshua. But no, no, Rav Chiyabar Oven, Chazino Lulu Abaye Barava, the Matsliat Suye. They would lean on the side, meaning they wouldn't bow straight down, they would lean on the side. And this way they were able to uh, deal with uh, saying Tachanon, even though they weren't, they were Adam Chashev and they wouldn't have to lie uh, face down. I'll do a quick review. Um, like two minute or skip some of the little bit. Okay, so we said on Rosh Chodesh that we read for Elias. We explain what the dilemma was that Parshas Tzav has eight and Yom Hashanah has two, and Rosh Hashanah has five, and we have all these rules. Okay, so what are we going to do? Rav, Rav says, "I'll tell you what we'll do. What we'll do is, like we said by Mamadis." That Rav says Doilig, Shmuel says Paisik, repeat it over. And we asked the Kasha, right? Uh, Shmuel, how could Shmuel say Paisik? What do you mean? It's only allowed for uh, Tinaikis, for children, when teaching children. We said, because there's no other option, because I don't like Doilig. Why don't I like Doilig? Why does Shmuel like Doilig? Because that either way, you're going to start or finish where it looks like you had either read a previous Aliyah or you will read the next Aliyah with less than three. And we are concerned about what the people coming late or leaving early might think, okay? And um, <clears throat> uh, we, we went to explain the Brisa that said, what do you mean? There's an option, I don't understand. There's an option we said that if you're gonna read a five Pasuk Parsha and the person only read three and he stopped with two left, you go into the next one, one or, or two, I'm sorry, one or three, there's Machlech Yistanayim, the Yishayim, do you read one into the new Parsha or three? Why well, do I have to do either? Why don't I just go ahead and either be Pesach or be Dalek. So Gemara says, ah, there, there's no problem with reading the next parsha. just go on to the next parsha over here. We do have a problem. Okay, and Rabbi Shulman Levi came to say that Allah is like the Yishayim, which says that when you read into a parsha, make sure to read three psukim in. And we said, also, don't end the parsha before there's three left. We said, Pshita, of course not. The Tanakhama holds that you're not allowed to be Meshayim with less than three left. So of course the halacha is going to be and the Yishayim and the Yishayim is more machmer than the Tanakhama. So for sure, in the Yishayim, we're going to say that you don't end the parsha with less than three left. And we said, no, the Chiddush is that we might think that Nechnasen are Shechiach, but Yotzen are not, right? If people come late, that's normal. But it's a chutzpah for a guy to walk out while in the middle of laning. And therefore, that we're not going to be Geyser for the Yotzen. Kamash Malan, we are going to be Geyser even for the Yotzen, okay? And... Um, that was why we explained it. And we said, I, according to the Tanakhama, if so, we're even concerned about the Yaitzim because the Tanakhama holds the Eid Mishayim, Pachas Megimel. Why, why does the Tanakhama not care about 
the people walking in late, what they're going to think if I only lane one Pasuk from a new parasha, because he could just ask the next guy in Shul. Mashainkin, the Yetzim aren't around. Reyesus to the Halacha is Dolegem Tsai. And like we said, it's Machokis Rishonim, whether that is specifically a Mamadais or, um, right, and then you can learn, you could do a different way than we do it, Rishchadesh, like the Menagagra, or if it is um, <clears throat> also by, by Rishchadesh, and therefore we, we're, we're stuck doing it the way we do it. Even though we're going to have an issue, meaning there is, we're being dialogue, and therefore you will have an issue. They're going to see that you read the first aliyah. People walk in late with only two psukim still, you know, like we said in the Tanakhama, they could ask somebody. Okay, then we said, You read four. We asked, what about a Tainas Sibur? <clears throat> there is a Musaf component, meaning because you add Anenu, there's an extra Tvila. So does that count? Is that enough to tell you to lay in a fourth aliyah? So we try to bring a Raya from. We tried to bring a raya of Rosh Chedeshim Cholamayit. We tried to bring a raya from our Mishnah. We said, no, this could conflicting diukim. We're out on that. We tried to bring a raya from Rav, that he only made a bracha at the beginning and not afterwards. Must be because there was another aliyah. So we said, okay, and with Yisrael, we said, no, Rav took the Kayan aliyah, okay, and, um, and because everybody was kaif to him, even Shmuel, even though in, in because of the mice that happened, he was kaif to Shmuel when he was in front of Shmuel, but really Shmuel was kaif to him, and he would have taken the kayin Malia. And we said Hachanam and Mestabri because if he is a if he was really taking uh, if he's not a kayin, then why would he make the bracha at the beginning? So we said no, that's no raya. Could be that's no raya. Could be that he made the bracha at the beginning because it was after the gzera mishum achnas mishum yaitzim. And I why did he make the bracha at the end? Because when the gadol dar is there, nobody's leaving the laning early. Okay, so we tried to, we brought a raya from another brisa, which is that kal kol sheish by malacha going to tainus tiber kairin gimel. Okay, so we see since there is a bitul malacha issue, we only read three. Ravashi said that. Sorry, what about our mishnah? Our mishnah said it's dependent on Musaf, right? Uh, and so it's dependent on Musaf. It's not on malacha, and therefore you have no raya. So the gemara says no. That really, the Tanakama and Rav Yesi hold that um, that tainus tiber. And um, that, that, sorry, that the the zaklal is only coming as a simon. Okay, that we're coming to say it as a simon, but it's not necessarily exclusive to be learned from there. It's not a place to learn from, but rather it's, an, it's a simon. That any time you have dabar tuffy mechavere, that he learns it differently. That when there's an isra malacha, meaning musaf isra malacha. Isra Malacha is what is, and, and we're, what we're really coming to say is not necessarily Musaf Tefillah, that we were saying that only Rosh Chodesh and Cholomayid, they, they had four Lafuke Yantif. So you don't think, that's why we said the Zakah, Kol Deim Sheish, Musaf, we were just coming Lafuke, a Yantif, not to think that you would read five on Cholomayid. And then we just had the story, we had the three explanations of why Rab didn't say Tachron, either because it was a stone floor on, only in front of him, and he held you not, like Ula says, you're not allowed to bow down on a stone floor, and it was only in front of him, and he didn't want to bother anybody else to go to a different place. Or because um, Rav, uh, he had a minute to do full, full-on bowing, and the rest of the place where he was didn't, and therefore it was only, it's only a problem with full-on bowing with stone floor. Or the third one, which was that uh, Adam Chashev is not supposed to bow down. Then we discuss what's the difference between Kida, Hishtachava, and um, uh, Kriya. Okay, and uh, we talked about Levi, why he got paralyzed. And then we said at the end that Ravah, because of this din, that Adam Chashev is not supposed to bow down, <coughs> that Ravah, um, and, and Archia said that he saw, he saw, is it Ravah and Abaya? Who is it at the end? Yeah, Abaya and Ravah, that they would lean on their sides so as not to bow down, because Adam Chashev should not.